Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me. And it's been a funny kind of week really in terms of the fact that it seems to be um, a, a, a relatively, I guess, um, bland kind of filling to uh, a relatively kind of uh, stupendous amount of bread. That doesn't make any kind of sense at all. Let's let's see if we can find a better way of doing that. Um, the, the week... Book it was bookended either uh, at either end with something relatively significant, um, and then the week through the middle's been I won't say flat by comparison, but it just seems to have been relatively mundane when you consider the two things uh, at either end of the week. So we'll get into that, um, but we'll do it after a little bit of uh, of twangy guitar. <laughs> The birthday came and went on Saturday, and uh, and and was fine. Um, I um, we, we've talked about the fact I don't particularly care for my birthday, um, mainly because I just don't like the fuss. Um, but um, the 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 fiftieth came and 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 went. It was a nice um, quiet day, um, and was marked by the fact that I actually managed to get four um, panels of the fence uh, in the back garden painted, which I've actually been putting off probably for a couple of years. Um, it was a beautiful afternoon, and for whatever reason, I thought I'll get out there and I'll um, I'll, I'll paint the, the fence. The day started well because I went for a decent run. I, I managed to get an eight-mile run in in the morning, uh, which, I, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And then, uh, and and then, you know, it was just a nice, pleasant um, day. Sat out in the garden quite a lot because it was it was warm enough to do so. And then, you know, for whatever reason, sprung into life mid afternoon and and grabbed the 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 fence paint and started painting the fence, um, which just somehow seemed like the right thing to do, you know, on the day and. Um, and we finished off with a. Um, there's a Mexican that's opened in Home Firth, and um, I think it's called Mexicala. Um, and and we we never been there before. Um, I quite like Mexican. We ordered from there, and it was it was really really superb. So um, <clears throat> actually turned out to be quite you know quite a nice quiet simple day, which was um, you know which which was great. The one thing that I guess um overwhelmed me a little was the fact that I uh <clears throat> I seem to get a lot of messages a lot of um you know Facebook um messages on the day uh and and been a lot, a lot of people wishing me well for the day and it was in terms of numbers things that I couldn't really comprehend and it, it I guess it it speaks to the the power of you know the various podcasts and things that I've been doing, and the reach that those things have. You know when you're when you're getting that number of people who are taking a moment just to you know to recognise the day. So whether whether I I find the day a, a, a bit of a struggle or not, or, or particularly you know and uh, maybe don't necessarily you know relish the day particularly, um, I was won over by the number of people who who just took a moment to you know to to pen a few nice words. Um, which was which was pretty overwhelming actually. Um, so so all in all, it was 
you know, it it wasn't a bad old day, and um, the the fence painting continued into the Sunday. And by the time we got to the end of Sunday, I'd managed to do one whole side of the you know the fence in the garden. So uh, all in all, um, you know, it it turned out to be relatively relatively momentous. <laughs> Tuesday. It was a big day in the short household today because the new Dogman book um, came out today. Um, so Dav Pilkey, the author, um, has a new uh, Dogman adventure. It's called Mothering Heights, and it was and it was released uh, today. And it arrived. Um, I would normally have gone to try and buy it from a bookshop but obviously that wasn't the easiest thing to do I actually um I actually thought about going to try it but um the local Sainsbury's is moving around and has taken books off sale so I I, I you know I bowed to the inevitability and, and it came in a, in a in a brown box with a smiley face on it um but um Jack wandered home to that today uh, having not expected, he didn't even know the, the new book was out. So he arrived home from school to a new dogma book, which is always a always a big event. But the reason why I'm talking about it is because I happened to look on um, the author's website, Daft Pilkey's website, and I was really, really taken um, with um, the, the the website um, because he. Um, He's very upfront about the fact that he was a disruptive child, that he had dyslexia and ADHD. And as a child, um, I guess similar age to me, so probably did sort of infinite junior school around, you know, in the in the in the late seventies, early eighties, whatever it might have been. And he he was often sent out of class and actually ended up doing his first comics and creating his first comics when he was actually, you know, in in hallways. Um, because he'd been he'd been asked to leave rooms because he was so disruptive, and even to the point where uh, it's the same guy who has done the Captain Underpants stories, and even to the point where that's where he did his first Captain Underpants story was when he was at school, and he created a cartoon around about this part of his early life, and I was just really blown away by how much of an inspiration that would be. Um, and how a lot of children would be able to recognise themselves uh, in him and how a lot of parents would have been able to relate to that particular story. And it's a, his website is, is really colourful. It's very, very simple, really easy to, have, to navigate. Um, but um, was was also just, you know, had this story at the core, which I just thought was a really, really powerful and really emotive um story so i'll i'll put the um i'll put the web link in the in the show notes um but it's i guess it's very rarely that something like that tends to stop stop you in in it's you know, that you stumble across something like that which has such resonance and it, it it was it was just a really you know i mean i've i've always liked the books anyway i've always liked what he does and it's a real special part of of uh you know of jack's life um and i think it's um i think it's great that there is that element to the story as uh, as as well it can it, it becomes i don't know just it just becomes even more poignant and powerful really so so if you get a chance to have a, have a have a look because i think it's it's really quite interesting and all power to to him for you know talking about that particular part of his 
story because I'm I'm sure it will mean something to a lot of other kids. Wednesday. I want to talk a little bit about Veep. Now, um, Veep is a comedy series that's set in uh, the office of the vice president, hence the term uh, Veep. And um, it's it was made by um, the guys, uh, well, a guy called uh, Armando Iannucci, who I've spoken about before, who did The Thick of It. And The Thick of It is, an, is, a, is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, comedy series. For any of us that are students of politics, then The Thick of It is absolutely um, astonishing and is well, well worth a watch. The language is, is very coarse, but the whole thing itself is remarkably uh, clever and very powerful. And he um, he went to the US, and effectively, I didn't remake the thick of it as Veep. It's uh, the the two se- the two series are distinct, and the storylines are distinct. But there's there's certainly definite parallels between the two, and um, you have this astonishing cast um, uh, with Julia uh, Louise Dreyfus taking the the role of the Veep. But you just have this astonishing cast and this dysfunctional office and this real insight into. Uh, into American um, political life, it's the um, it's the kind of it's the other half of the West Wing in some respects, um, but it it's it's not very well known over here, and it's absolutely tremendous. And we started watching uh, started watching it again. Uh, I think this will be the third watch. We started watching it again this week, and I was just so reminded about how good it it really is how beautifully it's put together how great the scripts are how great the performances are how really powerful um you know the material is and how if you haven't seen it it's worth it's worth digging out i don't know if there's any way you can get it on a streaming service. I've I've bought all the DVDs, but the DVDs are relatively easy to get, and they're you know they're not particularly expensive. But I'm sure the, the, there'll be ways you could find of, of of getting it. But I would wholeheartedly recommend Veep, and if you haven't seen the thick of it, I would wholeheartedly recommend um, you know the thick of it as well. Um, both of both of which are absolutely superb. But Veep is really really worth seeking out. <laughs> So today is V Day. Uh, today is is Vaccine Day. Um, I mentioned that I'd, I'd I'd had the text message and I booked in, and um, and and the first thing really about the whole process, and I know a lot of you will have will have been through um, this, is just how slick it was. I mean, you know, we can talk about how well the government's done with the vaccine rollout, and but we need to remember there's a whole. A whole thing of local infrastructure there based around doctors and based around the NHS that have just enabled this thing to come together as well as it's come together. And the fact that we have a decent database of stuff that we can get information together and we can organise and galvanise people. And, you know, and then there's the, the, the people who volunteer to help and everything that's gone around the size. It, it was absolutely superb. It was really, really slick. It was done in the village hall and it was just, you know, you turned up and, you know, they, they got the numbers coming in absolutely right. I was a little bit early. It didn't make any difference. Everything just went through like clockwork. And and I was really, really impressed um, with the whole with the whole process. Um, like a lot of people have said, just didn't feel a thing. 
and did you just literally did not didn't know that I'm that I I felt something in my arm which as it turned out was the actual vaccine itself um as it started to make its way you know under my skin I didn't feel the I didn't feel the needle go in or anything, and and even then, feeling the you know the the actual vaccine itself was was you almost had to concentrate to notice it. So in, it is it is it was near as near as damn it painless. I, I don't think uh, in that respect there's anything to concern yourself or you know or be or be fearful of. I was half expecting to be told I got to sit down for a bit, but because I wasn't driving, you know, we, we literally was 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 sort of marshaled out the door with all the requisite bits of paperwork really efficiently um and and you know 10 minutes later was was effectively back effectively back home so um and i think it's funny because i'm not really given any thought to the whole thing about the vaccine i mean i'm not somebody who who necessarily likes to fill himself with you know drugs if i can avoid it so i don't i don't as a rule reach for painkillers or what have you i tend to uh I tend to, you know, avoid putting things into myself if I if I possibly can. Um, but I think um, at no point through the process did I even question whether I would or wouldn't have the vaccine. Um, for whatever reason, it's just been something that all the way through in my head, I was like, no, I'm absolutely going to do this. This is not something I'm even going to consider. Um, and, you know, and I think the only thing that would have changed my opinion... Um, I'm not changed my opinion about having the vaccine, but I think I I would happily have waited a couple of weeks f- to allow a teacher or a care worker to have had a vaccine. So I, by the time it came round, it didn't feel like I can't believe it's taken this long. This is this is you know this is suddenly my freedom. Had it have been, had I had to wait another two or three or four weeks, that wouldn't necessarily have have, have worried me. Um, but then I guess the way it's all been done, it probably is easier to do it the way they've done it in the age bands and just go and just work our way through the, the population the way we're doing it. So in that respect, you know, you, you, you get the message, you book in, you go and it's all, you know, it's all, it's all done. Um, and, and yeah, I, I suppose in one respect, it's a really big thing. Uh, I suppose in another respect, it's, it's just going to become the norm. This this will just be, you know, I can't imagine that we'll be in a space where we're not having a COVID vaccine as a matter of course, you know, September, every year, you know, probably pretty much, pretty much ongoing. Um, I mean, I've never had the flu vaccine. I've never seen the reason to do the, the, the to worry about the flu vaccine. But of course, I'm in flu vaccine territory as well now. So, um, so I guess we'll we'll wait and see how it plays. But, um, but, but everything about the way it was done. I mean, you, you can't thank the people at a local level who have who have made such a fantastic job of of rolling it out enough. Um, and for those of you who still, uh, you know, are still waiting, then there's you know that there's. Um, there's there's nothing in the process to concern yourselves about, and uh, and I hope it, you know you get it you get in your arm fairly quickly. Friday. So I guess if Monday was fallout from the birthday, um, then today is fallout from the vaccine. Um, and by that I mean I you know I didn't mention anything at all about 
possible side effects or anything to do with that because to be honest it's not it's not relevant um you know yes you're going to concern yourself with those things a little bit and be and there'll be a little bit of trepidation but in reality it's it's not going to stop you doing something it's that whole thing of you know i don't i don't particularly like flying but it's not it wouldn't stop me going away um to to visit somewhere so um it felt great yesterday no problems at all not even really any kind of ache in the arm absolutely absolutely nothing all the way through the day um you know had a meal as as normal in the evening fell asleep probably around about 10 30 um Woke up at 18 minutes past 12, and you always know something's not quite right when you know exactly when you wake up, but woke up at 18 minutes past midnight, and that was it. That that was, that was you know, at that point I didn't realise, but that was the night, that was the night done. Um, and I can't tell you I felt particularly, I didn't feel really, really ill, I just felt a bit groggy, I, I, I flitted from feeling a bit shivery to, um, you know, feeling a bit hot to feeling a bit shivery to feeling a bit hot, but just really just not being able to settle, um, which kind of aligns with everything that anybody else who's had the AstraZeneca and has had side effects, they've pretty much all said the same thing, which is, you know, didn't get a good night's sleep. And it was a, you know, a mixture of sort of shiveriness and, and what have you, those slight flu-like symptoms. Um and, and and a bit of a headache and 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 you know and and, and it just feeling a bit, a bit lousy and a bit miserable and a bit off. I think what compounded it was not being able to get back to sleep. So um, yeah, I tried four different rooms. I, try, I tried four different rooms to sleep in, um, and didn't manage to 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 get a wink in either of them. Um, I tried dozing on the sofa in the lounge. We've got a uh, we've got a, a you know a a, a sofa bed in the in the family room so I, I i pulled that out and tried to have a lie on that and that didn't and that didn't work spare bedroom upstairs normal bedroom just just couldn't find a space to be comfortable i'd started got a bit of an ache in the arm at that point so that was that was a little bit uncomfortable as well and for whatever reason i just couldn't i just couldn't settle and i think do you know the crazy thing was as soon as i woke up i knew that was it i kind of knew that was it i kind of knew it was just going to be one of those nights and of course the thing about nights like that is that uh, as those nights progress, I find myself thinking some of the weirdest things um, that that just seem completely normal and completely rational. And it's not hallucinating as such. It's just odd thoughts and, and what have you. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I, I worked out yesterday uh, or the, early this morning, I, I worked a very definite plan out as what as what I would do if if a six foot white rabbit walked up the stairs now in reality that's not going to happen but for whatever reason I I needed some kind of plan of action if it did happen so I I spent a bit of time working out what to do if a six foot rabbit wandered up the stairs and it seemed like the right thing to focus on at the time and then you find yourself having those thoughts and think well what am I thinking that for so you then stop and you try and focus on something normal and before you know it you're back on six foot white rabbits or whatever it is that you find yourself thinking about um and I think that's probably the sort of three four in the morning point which probably is the is is the low point um Consequently, I think I dozed a little bit between about sort of six and seven so um by the time I got up I felt fairly ropey but you know what as the day's gone on, 
it's just a little bit of tiredness, a little bit of grogginess, head's a little bit fuzzy. I've managed to go out and get a walk. Uh, that's certainly fresh air certainly helped. I had a couple of things to do uh, work-wise today, which I've managed to managed to get through. You know, podcast is is being recorded now, and I managed to get through that as well. It's not the longest one I've ever done, um, but we but it's uh, it's something we've managed to put together. And I think I think. If I can do another three or four hours, and if my head head hits the pillow at sort of nine o'clock, and I'm I'm gone, there's a very good chance I'll sleep through. And and in reality, as far as the jab's concerned, then hopefully that'll be that'll be it. So, um, yes, it's a bit meh, but it's just nothing more than a bit meh, and it's um, it's not something that 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 particularly having gone through it, it's not now something that feels like anything of of anything. So, um, so if you are concerned about it, don't be, it isn't, it, it, I'm not being struck down. It's not that kind of thing. You just feel a little bit groggy. That's it really. So it's not too bad. Anyway, um, I hope everybody out there as well. I hope you have a nice, uh, a, ni- a nice weekend. I must say thank you, um, to Ivor, to Christine, um, to Linda and to Celia for sending me some fantastic things for my birthday cards and some fantastic little presents, which are really, really, really appreciated, uh, including a fantastic book from Celia, which I'm really looking forward to reading, uh, and some great tea and some great sweets and a fantastic notepad and, yeah, just some lovely, lovely things. So thank you, everybody, for those. That was really, really appreciated. And... Um, and I guess we will talk. Uh, we'll talk next week. But in the meantime, if you get two seconds, check out Dav Pilkey's website, uh, and also check out um, check out Veep. See if you can find a way of getting to Veep, and just check out Veep and let me know what you think. <laughs> This has been an A Short Stories production.